Welcome to the program. I'm Chris Oldcorn. Wuhan district in China is now no longer under lockdown. The Chinese government has lifted it. After 76 days, the people in Wuhan are now free to travel around China again outside of the Wuhan province. So good news there from where the coronavirus pandemic began. They are now returning to a somewhat normal life. Also, speaking of somewhat normal, or I'm sorry, not normal, Donald Trump. The U.S. government, i.e. Donald Trump, has been seizing masks, not only intended for hospitals within the U.S., without any explanation to those hospitals as to why the federal government is seizing those masks. They have now, they've been doing this for a while, by the way, they have now been seizing masks intended for other countries. The City of Berlin Police Department ordered some masks from 3M, which is an American company. I'll get to that part in a sec. But they ordered the masks from 3M, and the masks were made in China. The plane went from China to Thailand. When it got to Thailand, the U.S. government took the masks off the plane, put it on their own plane, and flew it to the U.S. Those masks were bought and paid for by the Berlin Police Department. The Berlin Police Department has now called on the German government to react to what the U.S. government did by seizing those masks. It is not the way you treat your transatlantic partners when you go and you seize masks that they have bought and paid for just because you were underprepared for something to happen in the U.S. This is just Trump trying to cover his tracks on what he has been doing or lack of not been doing in the U.S. with regard to COVID-19 from the very beginning. He ignored it. He said it was going to go away. Oh, it'll be fine. Oh, yeah. No, don't worry. Life will be back to normal at Easter. Well, Easter's this weekend, and guess what? Yesterday, over 2,000 people died of COVID-19. I don't think by Friday the COVID-19 thing will be all over and we'll be able to celebrate Easter. Now, one thing I also want to point out here, too, is that the federal government is seizing the personal protective equipment. And Donald Trump gets up and says that he is only going to help governors who are appreciative of his help. This has nothing to do with you, Donald Trump. I mean, you think everything has something to do with you, but it doesn't. This is about protecting your citizens, not puffing up your ego with you know, false numbers and the thousand lies you tell the public on a daily basis about what's happening when it's not even true. I even have another story coming up about uh, the hydrochloric uh, drug that he's been pushing to be a, uh, an actual uh, cure to COVID-19, it turns out that uh, he happens to own stock in the company that makes it. I'll have more on that later in the show. However, not only is he seizing stuff from foreign governments, the Berlin Police Department wasn't the first, there's a whole list of them, and he's seizing them from uh, health systems within the U.S. So, for example, uh, in Los Angeles there was a hospital that ordered a bunch of masks. Then they just mysteriously disappeared, and they later found out that the feds had seized them with no explanation to the hospital, nothing to the hospital saying, you know, you're going to get masks or anything. And California's dealing with a major outbreak of COVID-19, just like the rest of the country. Not as bad as, like, Washington State, New York State. However, it's still not good in California. And they needed those masks. He seized masks even for Washington, a hospital system, a, a 10... Uh, 10 system hospital, sorry, 10 hospital system in Washington state. It's early, I'm, you know, my mouth's not working yet. And the, that hospital chain ordered a whack load of protective equipment. And the U.S. government seized it all with no explanation, and that hospital system paid for that stuff. 
Um, Donald Trump has also talked about 3M, which was the maker of the N95 masks, um, to stop sending them to Canada. Well, 3M told him, if we stop sending the masks that we make in the U.S. to Canada and only keep the masks we make in the U.S., we will actually have a drop in the amount of masks available because they're not all made in the States. A lot of them happen to be made in China. Now, the other story today that is uh, really cheesing me off, I talked about it a bit on the morning show, uh, and that is that the Elliott mayor is frustrated with Algoma Public Health. Last night there was an um, information session and the mayor uh, expressed his frustrations with Algoma Public Health here in Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, he has stated in that, in that actual uh, meeting, he said, to be blunt and honest, public health communications have been unreliable, weak, late to the table, and frankly not forthcoming at all. He also went on to say, uh, Algoma Public Health, I have been ignored by their senior management from the Sioux for over a week now, and that's not acceptable. I'm not the only one facing this issue. Yes, I agree with you. You're not the only one facing that issue. They are keeping the media in the dark as well. I have made numerous requests to Algoma Public Health, emails, phone calls. I even went there once in person to try and get anyone to talk. And guess what? Nothing. I have one email response from the communications manager, who I won't say who that is, and it was basically a press release um, that was sent to, basically it was just posted on their website, um, and that was it. Um, nothing beyond that. And I've made numerous requests. I've made requests to speak with uh, Dr. Uh, Jennifer uh, Liu, who is uh, managing the pandemic. Uh, and it falls on deaf, deaf ears. You get no response from them. How is that communications when you don't respond to anything? Communications manager means you communicate. Well, how about you communicate to the media so that when I get on my show here or I'm on like the special edition of the, sorry, special report morning edition or special report midday edition, that I can get up there and tell the public more about what's going on. They're keeping us completely in the dark. It is not only unfair to the media, such as myself and my fellow co uh, journalists here, but it is unfair to the public that they're not being forthcoming. It would be nice if they could put a face out there and say, hey, Jennifer Luke can even come on the air and say, hey, this is what we're doing, you know, continue to wash your hands, you know, like they give us no information. We only know about the three cases in Elliott Lake because the Elliott Lake uh, City told us. We didn't find out that information from Algoma Public Health. I asked Algoma Public Health, both in a phone call, which went to voicemail, which is normal, and email. And I said, can you confirm the case in Elliott Lake, and that was case seven at the time. And the response from them was that they don't confirm where there is a case in Algoma. Okay, so the city of Elliott Lake comes out and says we have a case, and Algoma Public Health won't confirm it. I mean, it's already out there in the public. It was the lead story on multiple news uh, networks, and nothing. Um, they won't even confirm what has already been told to us by the city of Elliott Lake. So that's not transparency. And then they claim that they're entering this new age of transparency, which is a complete and utter joke. The, their idea of transparency is telling you the age, the gender, and possibly how they caught it, um, and the date they were tested. That doesn't help the public at all. What Algoma Public Health needs to be doing is they have to come out and say, this is where the cases are. Because in those areas, people might take extra precautions on top of what they're already doing. 
if you knew, for example, in LA Lake, that there's three people with COVID-19 and we only have nine cases of COVID-19, the person, if you're a person in LA Lake, I would be taking even extra precautions on going out in public. So it would be helpful if Algoma Public Health gave us information to inform the public. I'm Chris Oldcorn, and we'll be right back after the break. And welcome back. We now have our numbers in today for the Algoma District 4, COVID-19. We've now tested 666 people. We have nine positives and we're waiting on the test results for approximately 230 people at this time. Now, I thought it'd be interesting to look at the international numbers and see how Canada's faring against other countries. The United States is approaching 400,000 cases and they're approaching 13,000 deaths and they had 2,000 deaths just yesterday. Spain is right behind them with 146,000 cases and 14,555 deaths. So the death rate per 100 people in Spain is much, much higher than it is in the U.S. The same goes for Italy. Their death toll is much, much higher than the U.S. as of you know, how many people per 100,000 who died. Uh, but if you look down on this uh, uh, graph that we've put up for you, you can see Canada's at 17,883 cases with 380 deaths. So basically, uh, one in every 100,000 Canadians right now who has contracted COVID-19 is passing away, unfortunately. And those numbers are very interesting given the fact that right across the river in Michigan, they actually have more cases there than we do here in all of Canada. Now, Donald Trump, as I mentioned in the first segment, has been pushing a drug called hydroxychloroquine. Now, hydroxychloroquine has been used to basically, it treats uh, malaria. It's also been used to treat uh, a certain type of arthritis as well. Now, he's been pushing this, um, and it's very interesting why he's pushing this. Uh, the company that actually makes the drug, uh, they are the largest part of a mutual fund that Donald Trump and three of his family members have money in. It's the largest holding of that mutual fund. Uh, that, the company that makes it is actually based out of France. They make the brand name version. Now, Donald Trump golfs with someone who is a big donor to the Republican Party. He also belongs to the Trump National Golf Course in New Jersey. Uh, and that is a guy named Chirag Patel. And he's also golfed twice with the president in the past year. He owns a generic drug company that is gearing up to uh, make the hydroxychloroquine pills because uh, they can now make a generic version. Now, Dr. Fauci said, and he's the guy you're seeing all over the news, said last week uh, that I think we've got to be careful that we don't make a majestic leap to assume that this is a knockout drug. We need to still do the kinds of studies that definitively prove whether any intervention, not just this one or any intervention, is truly safe and effective. Well, they've been testing it in New York, and the head of NYU said that its effectiveness remains weak and unsubstantiated so far. Uh, on the Mount Sinai Health System, they said they're getting very mixed results. Um, and they basically said, we've been throwing the kitchen sink at these patients, I can't tell whether someone got better on their own or because of the medication. 
So once again, Donald Trump seems to be using his pulpit to push things to his benefit. You've been watching The Chris Oldcorn Show. I'm Chris Oldcorn. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Chris Oldcorn. You can also listen to this uh, as an audio podcast on both Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and other podcasting platforms. I'll be back tomorrow at seven, sorry, at 8 a.m. for the special report, Morning Edition. Have a great evening.